Welcome back to a brand new episode of Stoop Stories. I know that we've been gone for a while, but this episode is definitely worth the wait. For any new listeners, I just wanted to say that we are on social on Instagram at Stoop Stories Pod, Facebook, Stoop Stories Podcast, and we also film all of our podcasts on the Southwind YouTube channel. Just search Southwind in YouTube and you'll find us. And we also have a new set here in the studio, so if you are watching the podcast, I hope you enjoy the new look. And that's all I got. Welcome back to Stoop Stories. Hey, welcome back to Stoop Stories. We've missed everybody. It's been a while, hasn't it? Without a doubt. Too so I'm long. Glad to get back on uh, on the, or I guess get off the stoop with my brother Ledrew Morell uh, in our new studio, Southwind HQ. Yes, this courtesy is nice. of our brother. If you know him, you love him, uh, Nathan Mize. So thanks, Nathan. Appreciate the the new setup. And uh, you know, I will say this: I'm interested to hear what's on your mind today and where you're going to take this podcast. Yeah, so uh, over the last few weeks, we have started writing a weekly email to our team. And the first email we sent out was regarding complacency. Um, and the reason we picked that email is because, uh, you know, full disclosure, we have lots of success here at Southwind. And traditionally, when you think of people who have success, you don't think of complacency. Complacency is usually somebody that you consider uh, who's not active, uh, not moving forward, that's status quo. Just say it, a loser. Just moving forward, they call it stasis, inactivity. Yeah, mm. But, you know, I would tell you that from my experience, you know, complacency happens in times when you're winning and times when you're losing. And, you know, obviously we address some of the stuff in the email, but since most of the folks that watch or listen to this podcast don't get the opportunity to read the email, I felt like it, we would we would be doing a disservice to to the loyal followers of the show for sure for not covering this because I think it's such an important part of life uh, and something that if you understand you can recognize it and then pull yourself out of it without a doubt. So let's kick That's it good. to you. Um, you know you're two years and change here at Southwind, right? Correct. And you've had a ton of success. Now own a few businesses in the company and you've had lots of success. And so I would love to hear from you. Um, have you ever felt complacent while you've been here? I do. And complacency when you're in a, and maybe at your peak, we'll call it, or you are in a high performance environment such as Southwind, you probably are going to be working hard consistently. Right. And I remember vividly, it was uh, last year, one of my yearly goals uh, was to read 36 books. Do you remember that? Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted 36 different books and I just had to do it. You know why? Because I wrote it down at the beginning of the year. And one of the ways complacency kicks me in the ass, especially when I think I'm doing a good job, is by way of not analyzing the plan and course correcting to do the most impactful thing. And I found out uh, until you redirected me. One, I didn't. I never changed my plan. I made this plan at the beginning of the year, and over time, things change, which also means you might need to change your plan. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, that's lacking the corrective action that that's needed in order for you to get to where you really want to go. And I remember that day, you you basically, and and uh, in a nutshell, told me, 
I stick to the plan too much. Just because I made a plan doesn't mean it's the plan to just carry through to the end. Mm -hmm. And when you had said that, I'm like, man, you're totally right. Because in approach to reading 36 books a year, I was just just like knocking down information, but not capturing everything I needed to capture. Yeah. I was reading it to say, hey, guess what? I read a book. I read a book. And at the end of the year, I want to say, I read 36. And yeah. guess who would have cared about that? You. That's it. Guess who would have else would have known about it? Nobody. Nobody. Other, unless you told them. Exactly. And that's probably, hey, look what I did, look, you know, which yeah. is an ego Self-server. Yeah. Self-server, right? And, uh, you know, so for me, when, when you're winning, complacency comes by not thinking, uh, you know, outside of the box. What got you here will never get you there. Yeah. So doing the same plan over and over and over will not work once you've achieved a certain level of success. That's why that hunger still has to be within so that you can innovate, evaluate the plan and find an even better way, which is why I say there's always yeah. good, better and best. Let me add this to because we're talking about being in a high performance environment and then like feeling complacent inside of it. And I'll just I want to alert people on how this manifests in everyday life and you would see it. Um, you know, on your favorite sports teams. And so success breeds complacency, and here's how it works. Uh, you have a really good quarterback, and he got a great contract. Normally, they say, is there going to be a letdown year? And this is how it works. He's worked really hard. He got what he wants, and then blah, I do nothing. And every human being can experience that to some extent where – They've worked really hard for something. They've achieved what they mm -hmm. wanted to achieve, and they struggle to find the next goal. And they come into a, a period of time which is inactivity. You can't. You struggle to find a new goal. You struggle to put forth enough effort to achieve a goal, and you're sitting there feeling kind of empty. Maybe you got everything that you wanted, and you can't see the vision uh, past what you originally desired. So. Uh, I, this happens all the time. It happens in the sports world. It happens in the business world. It happens when a company in Southwind has their best month of ever. We frequently see companies have their best month ever and then have a slow start. Without a doubt. The, the next, like, 10 days. And I think what causes that is, like, we're so attached to achieving a goal, we forget about the big picture. And I want us to you know, help everybody here that's listening or watching us here on the, on the podcast understand that vision can't be finite. It has to be infinite. So then you never actually achieve your goal. And that's one way to remove yourself from, um, you know, hitting something and then falling off, if you will. Yeah. So for the matter of strategy, what's an infinite vision that you have that will keep you off of the complacency lane? Yeah. When I think about I think about myself and what I, I set to accomplish each day, and it really comes in the form of coaching and helping others reach their full potential. That's an infinite goal, and I can actually fulfill my goal, my vision, every single day, regardless of what the revenue says, regardless of how much profit mm -hmm. we made, uh, regardless of where I am, which location I'm visiting, or if I'm you know, hanging out with my family. Trying to help people reach their full potential uh, carries me, and as long as that's a goal that I have, it is infinite because I'll never run out of people, hopefully, that I that I can influence and help them get to where they want to go or where they they're you know, where they can go, what's possible for them. Yeah, that's really good. And, you know, the complacency train is uh, cyclical, rather, you know, you have success, you become complacent 
and then you fail because of that complacency. Yes, that's right. So, uh, you know, it pulls you back in. So, well, yeah, they say success is a lagging indicator, meaning it takes like lots of work ahead of time and then you achieve success. So if you quit working at the time you achieve, achieve success, you're likely going to fail again. Without a doubt. And so we, in, as human beings, we work this cycle where all of a sudden we, we're working, 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 we win, and then we stop working, and then we lose. And then we say, yeah. damn it, I don't like to lose. Yeah. Work, 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 I win, and then I do it again. How do you stop from like staying on that circle? Well, you know, as you were kind of describing that, I'm picturing what my strategy is to mind shift. And I tell myself to do it all the time. You know, I'm very rigorous in my approach to uh, reaching my goals. And when you do that, you get tired. And yeah. when I get tired, I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. When I get tired, I, I tell myself that I deserve a break. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, like, that's the complacency train right there. Hey, you know, and that's that's the buying of the bullshit. Yeah. Hey, LeDrew, it's, man, it's Sunday, man. Yeah. Come on, let's just... Sleep in a little yeah, bit. You deserve a break. You've been busting your that's ass. That's a man. symptom of complacency. Without a doubt, buying the bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so keep buying. Let's hear you buy your bullshit. How how do you do it? Oh shit! Uh, I actually bought it this Sunday. Oh yeah. <laughs> I well, slept till seven. Well, shame yeah. on you. Yeah. And, and so here's the sad. <laughs> here, here's the sad part. Everyone knows my strategy. I've said it a, a thousand times. Where do I put my phone? When for the in the bathroom. In the bathroom. So guess what I did on Sunday? Put that thing you, on was, Saturday night. You put that thing on your on right next to your nightstand. Unfortunately, I, I wish I wish I can say I did that. I put it in the bathroom. So when I snoozed it, I had to get up and take the walk of shame back to the. What bed. were you telling yourself as you hit snooze? You just had a baby, G. Relax, <laughs> relax. You deserve it, man. Yeah. You deserve this. Come on, man. Like you've been you've been at it. You were at the hospital for a week. Yeah. You need you, this. You, you need this. You need me to sleep in, man. Mm. Yes, that is definitely a way to do it. I I do probably uh, yeah, I believe. I do believe you probably did need the sleep though. I probably did, you but know? you know, you know, fair you, enough. Yeah, you can always take a nap, man. You know, like somebody was getting better, and in order to get what I want out of life, I haven't done yet. Yeah, it wasn't you getting better at that moment? No, right it wasn't there. me. Here's 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 where I I see failure. All right, like. Uh, sleeping in when you choose to sleep in is totally acceptable. For sure. If Saturday night I said, you know what, I'm sleeping in. I'm sleeping till seven tomorrow. Matter of fact, I might even sleep till eight. And I do that, okay. But if I say, hey, look, I'm waking up at yeah, five. That's it. And then I choose not to do what I said I was going to do. That likes integrity. That's where failure creeps in. I felt in. bad, man. So I can, I can plan, understand my that. My plan said six. If my plan would have said seven, I would have felt okay with myself. As well you should. Yeah, man. And, and I, that just kind of goes to the achievement of success. And the definition we've talked about here, achieving success is simple. It's just doing what you say you're going to do. Yeah. And it's not this. It's not driving a Maserati. Well, you know, I would say that most people don't believe they're complacent. And I think that's part of the trap, you know. You know, when you, well, that's buying your own bullshit. Without a doubt. Right. Which is the cheapest thing on the planet to buy, by the way. Uh, you know, I've bought so much bullshit in my life, and I know it because I bought it. <laughs> you can actually return it, just like you can return. Have you ever like returned something at the store, or some clothes that you bought and you didn't like, and you sure. returned it? You can return the bullshit that you buy. So, great news to everybody listening: the bullshit that you bought today, <laughs> you can return it. So, for example, on Sunday when I bought my own bullshit and went back to to bed and woke up at seven, 
I was so disappointed in myself. I went into like overdrive. I got up, I ran a mile. I, you know, I, I did my reading, I did my preparations, I did all this stuff. And then like before, before, well before noon, I was feeling good about myself again yeah. because of what I had accomplished. Okay. So I returned the bullshit that I bought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so. so, so let's, let's keep buying, let's keep talking about how we buy our own bullshit. Cause I think that people need to hear this. Oh man. What's another way that we would buy our own bullshit? Oh man. It was just the elements that caused me to fail. Yeah. It Maybe was, the customer base was, oh, you know, yeah. whatever the case may be, but it wasn't me. No, no. Yeah. It was, it wasn't you. No, it was slippery outside. Yeah. Well, if so-and-so <laughs> would have done their job, I would have got, well, we would have won. Yes. Yes, it yeah. was him. It was him. The spreadsheet wasn't filled out. No. I couldn't have done my part because he didn't do his part. Exactly. The customer, I mean, it was something wrong with them, not me. I'm me at the end yeah, of the Yeah, my day. boss is, uh, you know? he's just, like, he expects me to do it. I don't know how he expects me to do all this. I know I agreed to it, but I can't, it's unrealistic. Yeah, that's somebody else, man. Yeah. That's somebody else. Yeah, so I think that there's frequent ways that we buy our own bullshit uh, in life. And what really gets us is exactly that. Shit, nothing. Oh, you know a good one? You get nothing. You know you know, uh, people make diets all the time. Yeah. Oh, well, Josh called me out to dinner. I haven't seen Josh in forever. <laughs> you know, like yes. buying up the bullshit. Haven't seen him in a while. You know, like let's let's go out and have a couple drinks, eat some pasta, high carbs. And, mm. you know, got to love the bread. Oh, yeah, need the need bread and the bread. oil, too. Need it. Yeah. You know, but if you just said you were going on a diet, you know, it's inexcusable. Yeah, I mean, self-discipline, really, at the end of the day, and that's yeah. really hard to come by. Another yeah. way you buy your own bullshit, everybody sets a goal. Uh, and even after you achieve a goal, you think, well, I cheat the goal, so let me, I can have a cheat day. Without a doubt. <laughs> and then you uh, revert back to the original st- standpoint. So let's talk about, uh, you know, once complacency pulls you back into a place where you don't want to be, ultimately we'll call it failure, Yeah. Um, you start doubting yourself. Yes. Tell us how you... Or maybe a time where you doubted yourself and how'd you pull yourself out? Or maybe the strategy that you use to ensure that self-doubt doesn't keep you down very long. Yeah, I think it's tough uh, tough to just pick one thing. Um, you know, I think on a regular basis, self-doubt creeps in. And I think, it, I think when we talk about complacency, what we really want to do is start developing skills to combat it. Um, because these things are normal human inclinations. Yeah. Buying your own bullshit is normal. Uh, actually, everybody does it. Yeah. And same with self-doubt. Everybody has it. Um, and you have to, like, as we talk through these concepts, what we really want to start thinking about is how do we, how do we like, beat self-doubt? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we have it but then not listen to it and go ahead and uh, go about our business and achieve what we set out to achieve so uh just to answer the question which which one time uh just shoot just recently uh where, where we talk about self-doubt think of think of i mean i'll just we send these emails every sunday and i think to myself man maybe these emails are too long maybe nobody's reading the emails Maybe they don't even care to get the information. Is it even worth it for me to spend the hour, hour and a half I I spend building content to send it? Maybe I shouldn't even do that. Maybe I can use my time more effectively somewhere else. Uh, maybe as a leader, they don't want to hear this from me. You know, that's so encouraging. So even you have self-doubt. 
Absolutely. As the CEO of this organization. So, you know, I would say it's more about uh, finding a strategy to conquer that self-doubt versus listen to it. So yeah. what, what goal or, or what strategy do you put in place to conquer that self-doubt and send the email anyway? Yeah, Long. don't quit. That's the number one strategy of conquering self-doubt. Don't quit. I, uh, I'm a human being, um, and we've had some success. But I know that I'm not right about everything. But I know that if I plan and I do the research and I decide that this is what we need to do, I make sure we do it. And at the end of the day, if, if we've done what I believed we needed to do and we did it the way I expected it to be done and we lose, I can live with that. Yep. I think self-doubt becomes a problem when, uh, you know, you let it, let it uh, derail what you were trying to accomplish. So had I said, you know what, I'm not going to send the email. You know what, I decided after thinking about it, although I believe that this was a great idea and something to continue to create unity uh, between us and our team and another channel and a bridge for us to walk over together, uh, you know, I don't believe that's really the case anymore. And I'm just going to, I'm not going to send it. Um, Because sometimes... Like you're, and here's an, a, 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 like a, I guess a, a scenario or a, uh, I would give you, you know, sometimes you're in the gym and you're working hard and nobody sees it. Yeah. You know, and sometimes, like, sometimes you shoot, you shoot off into the night and you don't, and you get no response. But that doesn't mean it didn't make an impact. And so I think that a lot of times people look at, like, real world, like, um, they'll look at real world things that happen as a response to what they did and that's how they'll validate if it was successful or not did i get affirmations from lots of people first email i sent out we got lots of i mean man everybody wrote back we love that that thank you that was great yeah the next one it was fewer the last one you get even fewer but then you get somebody on the side that'll reach out personally yeah and say man that really meant something to me and that's how you know it was worth it and had you not gone through with it you're unlikely to make that impact in that person's life. And so I think when you're dealing with self-doubt, go through it. Do what you set out to do. Understand that even sometimes doing something when it has a losing impact still created what we call an impression or a repetition that gets you closer to what you finally are, what what your final destination is, what you're actually trying to accomplish. It's not always clear. A lot of times you can't even tell what you're doing until years down the road and you retrace your steps and you look back and you're like, man, thank God I did all of these things because it added up to what I'm getting to experience today. Yeah. I love that story. So I'll give maybe the strategy for this episode. You know, we've talked about, um, being complacent. We've talked about self doubt, you know, at the end of the day, you only, uh, self doubt when you buy your own bullshit. So I think as you're talking through that story and working hard and no one sees it, you know, I'm getting a, a dad bod a little bit. So uh, you've seen me. What am, what am I eating for lunch every day these Salads days? Salads for lunch every day. Yes. Do you know why I'm doing that? So you don't you get fat. Yeah, I'm, get, I'm getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting fat. So, I'm, you know, so uh, I've started running, right? I said I ran on Sunday. I've started running, try to shed some of these LBs. And every time before I run, because I know I'm not very good at it right now, because obviously I have a dad bod, um, I set a goal in my mind and I say, before I start the run, I'm not stopping until I hit 
X landmark. Yeah. I won't stop running. And that's how you kill complacency. That's how you kill self-doubt. You become a person, one, that believes this is the foundation. I believe that everything is possible all the time, every single day. Can you align with that? Yes. Okay. And because of that, I know I can set goals. And whatever goal I set, I know I can reach it. Okay. Uh, now, obviously, it's best to set attainable goals. You know, so in the, in the medium of this, you know, example, on my run in, in, the, in the mornings, when I set the goal of the landmark, even though I'm out of shape a bit, is it possible that I don't stop jogging until I get there? Even if it's a slow jog, you know, I, I set one that's reasonable. And without a doubt, every time when I run, guess what, my, guess what I tell myself to do? Don't quit. Well, I wish. <laughs> quit. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, like, dude, like, no one's even out here. Yeah, who no, cares? Who cares? Like, just stop. You You're did, still you okay went guy. long enough today. Yes. yes. And, I, and I laugh every time, which is why I love running so much. Because without fail, I tell myself to quit every single time. And I haven't gotten to the point where I'm a 5K type guy, but I would bet that, like, every runner's body tells them to, like, stop it. Running, point. lifting weights, anything. There, how many people have walked in for a 30-minute weightlifting uh, or they're yeah. going to go work out for 30 minutes and 15 minutes in, they say, yeah, that's enough. Yeah. That's I did, yeah, I, I'm good. I'm feeling good. I got, I got, I'm feeling good. Look, I got the mirror. I'm sure I'm, got, I'm yeah. flexing right now. I'm yeah, I got a little good. sweat in. I'm, re I'm ready to go. So, you know, to me, it's set a goal every single day and quantify for yourself whether you won or lost and you you'll know if you're getting closer to where you want to be ultimately by you know the fact that you reached your goal every day let's talk a little bit more about complacency before we we finish here because uh, i think that i, I just want to identify that complacency happens when you win and you lose or you're losing mm -hmm. both are important if we're winning uh sometimes we have complacency and it comes in the form of creative block you fail to create new ideas you mm. can no longer strategize like you once strategized. Yes. Uh, you fail to dig down deep and find out what the real solution is, and you lack the energy to actually bring it to fruition. Can I, can I put you on the spot here? Yes, please. So I've actually been wondering this because what you've been sitting in the Sunday emails, I mean, I've even told my mom. I went to church today when I didn't because I read your email. Yeah. And I'm like, that's kind of, you know, like, that's the, the best thing since sliced bread. You know, you talk about creative block. When, when will you know when to either stop, switch it up, or whatever the case may be? Because the, to gather that information, that's hard already. Yeah. To compile it and put it together, that's going to test you. So complacency would say, yeah, it's been long enough, either stop, or you'll have creative block to where you've like, overdone it because mm -hmm. you've never stopped doing it and what got you here won't get you there so like what's your approach to you know like not getting creative block yeah i think everything's done um you know i there is a season for all things and generally what happens is uh for me as as a, an executive in this company i know i can only take us so far and there'll be a time at some point where i ask a friend for help mm. um and so when i'm writing or I'm thinking of concepts. So like, I know that this isn't going to happen soon because I have like four more concepts I want to go through. And, and so as I get to the final week of, I'll see if there's anything else that I believe I want to tell our team. And the, the truth is there's always something I want to tell the team. Uh, I believe in what we're doing. I care about the, the impact that we make as an organization. I care about the people inside the organization. And I feel like we have a lot of young people that I can share information with. 
And I would tell you that uh, as long as I feel that I have information to share, I'll give it. Um, and I don't, and we may be 30 years down the road and I'm still sending out, um, information and here's why. So coming up, um, I grew up in Lenexa and very middle-class family. And then there wasn't really anybody to look up to, right? Like I didn't know anybody who was a CEO. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anybody like that. Um, and so I didn't, I didn't get firsthand information from people who were like doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I was always researching and reading and trying to like find books that created interest and I, and just trying to get information and knowledge that way. Uh, and so if I can be somebody that can pass knowledge down and give somebody a shortcut and help them learn from what I've learned. I, that I that I feel I, if I'm doing that consistently, I'm doing my job. That's a big effectively. Deal. Yeah. And so creative block is it, probably impossible for me to have because I just share a life experience. If I get to a point, I may tell start telling yeah. a story. You know, I That's might tell really a story good. about really perseverance, or I may tell a story about grit or determination, or I may tell a story about dealing with success. Hmm. I may tell a story about not wasting your money or buying something that has meaning regardless of the value. That's really good. So in order the, you know, the antidote to not having creative block from what I hear you saying is just tell the truth. Yeah. And the truth is extremely creative because your story, your journey, what you've experienced, they need to hear it. Well, do you have unique the courage to tell to it? me, right? And do I have the courage to tell it? Yes, because I care about the recipients. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's going to have to be vulnerable to tell it. it. Which is the number one component of leadership. Yeah, man. You find a leader who's not vulnerable, that's not a real leader. Uh, that's somebody who's pretending to lead. I.e., the CEO of this organization sometimes has self-doubt. Absolutely. Uh, and, and sometimes it's complacent. Yeah. And sometimes I need to see the mountains because I'm sitting there working my ass off and I find that I'm just feeling tired all the time and I just need a change of scenery. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's go back, you know, just kind of cut back to the point with we're losing, how complacency sets in, and I'll just go over a couple things here, and then we'll, we'll close it out for the, it. for the people. So uh, I'm losing, and I'm complacent, and that manifests itself as lack of motivation. All right, so if, if I'm losing and I, don't, and I lack motivation, it's unlikely I'm going to win anytime soon. So when this happens to you and you're sitting there on the stoop, because this is generally when it, you're on the stoop, generally when yeah. this is happening. Life isn't showing you success and you are motivated to get off the stoop. Um, what, what I would tell you is you gotta start small and you have to find one win each day. And however small it is, deny yourself one thing, control your mind. Yeah. I think a lot of times we get to a point where we're losing because we forget to deny ourselves things that we want. And generally if the the, like what you want isn't normally healthy for you. <laughs> like at the, at night, it's like, all right, I'm gonna have a drink, and they turn to six. Yeah. Because you wanted it. I wanted six drinks. Sounds like a good idea. It wasn't healthy for you. Um, but if you say I'm only gonna have one drink, and you stick to only one drink, yeah. that's one win to that's build on. And we have to start building on those. Uh, I, so if you're lacking motivation and you're on the stoop and you're feeling complacent. Find a win you can get. Start small. Go for a walk. Yep. I'm gonna go for a walk every day. Uh, do that. I'm gonna do 10 push-ups every day. I'm going to eat 
one green thing today. If we can do that consistently, we learn, we start re, re, um, programming ourselves to win. Yes, All right? I agree. Uh, the, another thing would be um, you lack belief in yourself and you think things like I'm a loser and I'll never be a winner and I'm maybe probably not capable of doing what they're asking me to do. Um, which also comes to another term, which is you think about quitting, okay? Um, whether you're running and you've decided you're going to run a long place, but you're really out of shape. I mean, this is normal because most people are not in shape. And so that's why exercising for the first time is really, really hard. Yeah. Because if you've not exercised and you've lost the programming or the muscle memory, it's really hard to do it again. Which is why people were like, don't ever stop working out. Because yeah. starting working out again is very, very hard. You know, I, I would just, I would tell you that, you know, you start lacking belief that you can even do it again or that you'll ever do it again. And the same thing from lack of mo motivation is the same thing for lack of belief. Start off by doing something small. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be changing the world today. We'll do that later. But if we focus on, like, not eating a bag of chips, even though you'll want one, um, that's a small one you can do, okay? It is. And then uh, that feeling of wanting to quit, know this, everybody wants to quit at some point. LeDrew's sitting across from me, he's achieving more success than he ever has in his life, and I guarantee whether he'll say it or not, at one point in this organization, he thought maybe I should quit. Oh, without a doubt. Everybody, even me. Without a doubt. Is this worth it? Um, and I feel like... Well, I can tell you when it when it happened. When? The mornings, well, it used to be. I'm, I'm, I'm in shape now, but the mornings used to be so early. I'm like, fuck, dude. I don't know if I can, like, dude. I don't know if I can do this for, you know, like, forever. Yeah. This is hard. It Maybe is. I could just go back and be a teacher again. <laughs> that was easy. Yeah, I mean, I damn sure wasn't waking up like this, getting after it. We got every time zone in, in America. You got, you're on, yeah, you're on East Coast time, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I have, I have 5:30 meetings. 515. Yep. You name it. Yeah. I'm there. It's true. Shit, that's early. <laughs> so you think to yourself, yeah. maybe this isn't for me again. Possibly not. Right. And that that feeling right there that you feel on the other side of that is success. That's the gateway is. to success. Yeah. That pain, uh, that self-doubt on the other side of that. That's right there. There's your gate. And if you open it, go to the other side, you find success. Uh, because at some point you have to tell yourself, oh, that's bullshit. I can do this. And uh, I'm just gonna do it. And more consistently, you do it. Like I don't. I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning, and I have for God forever. Um, and I don't even think about it anymore. You know, it's not even something I consider. I don't ever consider not waking up at 5 a.m. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just do it. And I, everybody will get to the point. And that that to me is like winning. If it's when you get to the point where doing hard things isn't hard anymore. Yep. And um, and and then if you're doing that, complacency is less likely to sit in or fit in, it fit into your life, and you know, and and I think that uh, you know you're always going to struggle with it. But if you're consistently winning, it's going to be hard for you to be complacent, um, uh, unless you start buying your own bullshit. One hundred percent. Yeah. Job well done. I really like that, and you inspired me to go get golf lessons because I suck at golf right now. Yes. Uh, but I'm not gonna. I, I can get better. Golf is the perfect example yeah, of... I'm terrible. It's like a microcosm of life because it is hard as hell to be yeah. good at golf. I lost seven balls the last time I played. 
How many holes did you play? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was a ball, a hole, an all-time oh, record. God, it was an all-time record. An all-time uh, record. And like, you know what was, it makes you want to do? Quit. Quit. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, maybe golf isn't my sport. Yeah. Yeah. I Life always is going to give yeah. you these challenges to see how. Much. It's just yeah. challenge you to see how much you want it. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. Let's just call it what it is, Nathan. If you want to quit, it's challenging to see if you want it or not. Do you really want to be successful? You just say you do. Yeah. It'll test you. And will you rise or will you fall? All right, people, you heard it there. Get off the stoop. Get off the stoop.